0: Hey, it's Jason here. I've got something special to share with you today. Earlier this month, Travis and I hosted the Big Leap Livecast. It was a live online event where we interviewed eight speakers from our upcoming Camp Indie event and asked them to share their personal story and their best advice for taking the leap from conventional lifestyle to a location-independent lifestyle, a travel-based lifestyle, working on something that you love and building something for yourself. And we were blown away by the advice they shared. And as soon as we started hearing all this incredible value and advice these speakers were giving, we thought we have to share this on the Locationity podcast. So even if you weren't there during the live cast, you're here now. We've broken this up into eight different episodes. And in this one, you're going to hear from one of our speakers about how They took a big leap in their own lives, and whatever big leap is next for you, you're going to get some advice on how to tackle that in this show. So you are in for a treat. Before we dive in, don't forget, check out Camp Indie, I-N-D-I-E.com, CampIndie.com, and get your ticket to the World's Most Fun Conference before March 1st, because the ticket prices are going up, and this is a conference that we are hosting, Travis and I are hosting, at a summer camp, yes, you're going to get to go to summer camp and hang out with a bunch of amazing people, get plugged into a community that can help you take your next big leap because they say, hey, leap and the net will appear. But, you know, isn't it smarter if the net's already there? And that net is a community that will support you. And that's what you'll find at Camp Indy. So come hang out, eat some s'mores, do some wakeboarding, shoot some archery, come to the 80s dance party. <laughs> we have a ton of stuff going on there. It's going to be a blast. Hope to see you there. Okay. Without further ado, let's get into the interview. Thanks for listening.
1: Another person you're going to get to hang out with, Camp. Oh, you, very-
0: you know we're not going through this introduction without referring to this gentleman <laughs>
1: <laughs> as the I Godfather. <laughs> the Godfather. Yeah, Jason christened you the Godfather, Sean, like... I don't. What was? I mean, this was a bunch of live a long ago. time
2: ago. It was like dinosaur years in terms right, well, of like internet years.
0: Yeah. Well, we people need to know this because when I first heard the term location independent was from Sean, and then Sean launched his community location rebel, and I was one of the first ten people to join. I was like, oh, this guy seems like he knows what he's doing. He's he's got. He introduced me to this term. He seems like a cool guy. He, I know I'm going to learn something from him, so I hopped into his community, and and that's another example of just getting around a community and getting around other people doing something. It was the thing that really kickstarted, um, that my journey to the next level. So thank you.
2: Of course. And Casey, I'm a member too. It's nice to see you on here, but (laughs) it's, it's always crazy to me to see how many people have joined and then, Years later, I'm now like I'm now speaking at their event. I mean it's like the see like the the businesses people have created has been pretty awesome. I'm also a little jealous as someone who's built his entire brand around working from cool locations. And the people that were before me were like on a beach and people are like working in the shower and I'm just sitting in my dining room, which is just <laughs> very not interesting at the moment.
1: Hey, next year, next year when we do live cast all of us can promise to each other that we'll all be somewhere cool. Whether that be together, maybe we, maybe we're together or or something else. We'll be somewhere cooler on next year's live cast. Um, but you you mentioned Sean, like you were one of the first people that I found out uh, this lifestyle about Jay, you know, has his story of being one of the first 10 people in your community. Talk us, a, like, tell us about what your life looks like now. Cause you've been location independent for a while. So walk us through what it allows you to do kind of the fun stuff that you've been able to do in the last, you know, I guess it'll be now seven, eight years that you've been doing it. Maybe even a ten little longer. Years. I don't want to date we you. Had okay. Our ten, 10
2: year anniversary of Location Rebel last year, this will be our 11th anniversary, which is just nuts to me and makes me feel really old. But I mean, honestly, the I think the the best part about it is the flexibility. It's like the opportunities and the things I've been able to do and take advantage of that I wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. Like a great example is I've got one of my niche sites is a golf site. And in December, I got an email from the Lexus PR team. They're like, hey, next week, we're hosting a charity golf event at Pebble Beach. Do you want to go? And it's like having the flexibility to be like, yeah, I'll go down to your you know free trip to the one of the best golf courses in the world. Sounds good. Sign me up. Um, or... You know, just on a day to day, you know, basis when you're like, "Ah, I don't feel like working on this. So I'm going to go shoot some fun videos or I'm going to go for a walk or I'm going to, you know, send, you know, Travis obnoxious text messages. Like whatever you want to do, you know, that's not to say you don't have obligations, but the freedom to be able to shift gears and do whatever you're feeling like doing kind of at the time or the moment. I think that's one of the, the most underrated things for me.
1: Yeah, to be fair, I think I've been sending you more obnoxious text messages recently because we had a mutual friend come to Philadelphia and we went to a bunch of cocktail bars. Another one of Sean's uh, favorite things. And uh, when Sean, when you came to Philly, we were like getting shut out of every cocktail bar. There's like yeah, private parties everywhere. Those are all
2: the places we couldn't get into, <laughs> which was just highly disappointing for me. And it basically just means I'm gonna have to come back to Philly now.
1: Hey, your location in Pennant. You're flexible. You come out whenever you want. I can show you around whenever you want. Um, so that you talk about this flexibility and this this idea that you can do what you want. And sometimes it's exotic. Right. And it's big time travel. Sometimes yep. it's taking advantages of going to like a golf course because Lexus wants you come do stuff with their PR team. Sometimes it's very small day to day things. Right. It, More it than the not, it's
2: very small day to day things. So right. Let's get right. that right.
1: What did it look like then for you? Was there, because we're talking about this big leap and these decisions to to take a stance and say, all right, I'm going to go for something that isn't in the norm necessary. Was there for you a, a defining moment that you can remember or a visceral point where you said, all right, I have to do something different?
2: Yes. For me, there were multiple defining moments, but I think rather than having one big moment, it was a series of decisions that led up to that big moment. So a couple of them for me were I used all my vacation time uh, for the year to go to Rio for carnival. Um, The day I got back from that trip, I got a 20% pay cut. So that was when I was like, and this was in the middle of like financial crisis, 2009. So this was like a very weird moment in time where I was like, okay, like I need to figure out something else. Um, so I, that was two months later, I started location rebel. Um, a few months after that, my boss came up to me. He's like, Hey, Sean, the company's not doing well. We're a financial services business. The economy's falling apart. If you can think of any creative ways to save the company money, then I'd love to hear about it. So me being the genius, I thought I was, I put together a six page proposal all about how I wanted to work remotely from Hawaii for three months on a trial basis. Um, I take a 50% pay cut to do it. They wouldn't have to pay for my parking. We'd make the company more secure, allowing them to travel more. I'd open us up to a new client base, all of this stuff, because my best friend at the time had moved to Hawaii. And after a month of talking about it and saying, yeah, let's, how can we make this work? Let's make this happen. They called me into their office one day and they said, Sean, we've decided not to accept your proposal, but we will accept this as your resignation. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> really <laughs> yeah seriously
1: i mean <laughs> you can you can go to hawaii buddy it, it, hey, there right. you go.
2: so <laughs> at one point i believe his exact words were if you think you're going to be sitting on a beach in hawaii before me you've got another thing coming
0: oh okay it was one of those deals
2: and so we went back and forth and i had the opportunity to save my job and he's like well if if you still had a job would would you want to stay and my response was after the way i've been treated this week." No, he's like, all right, you got ten minutes to leave. So it was all, of the, yeah, it's like escort you out of the building kind of thing.
0: Wow. So it was
2: all of those things leading up to that moment where I lost my job. I had a chance to save it, and that was like, all right, let's go. But if if I hadn't have done all of those things, I never would have just walked in and quit. So I think mm. that's the lesson: is don't just think of it as quit or not quit. Think about what steps can you take to make quitting or leaving or whatever that next thing is a little bit easier.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. I think that's a great point because you never know, like you were blindsided there for a a bit, or maybe you kind of, like you saw some things coming. There was a little bit of writing on the wall, pay cut. Hey, what's a fun way that you can help us save the company. Basically, if you don't, maybe you're screwed. And then, Hey, you came up with a way, but still screwed. Um, (laughs) But, but at this point you're sitting there saying, you know, all right, let me set myself up. For if something does happen, but also then to take control. Like if, you know, if you were doing it now, you could say, all right, let's start making a side hustle. Let's start putting steps in place so that either you can leave on good terms. And maybe that means coming back, right? If you have a decent boss and you want to take a step, or if something happens to you, like, like happened to you where you were kind of caught by surprise, it's not the end of the world because you've already started to do something. You've already started to take a step, whether it's financially feasible, like to the same degree as your salary or not, who knows, but you've at least laid the groundwork. For
2: sure. And I think there's a lot to be said for kind of the concept of like preparing yourself to be lucky or creating your own luck. So a lot of people would be like, yeah, that was a really unlucky situation. But because of the work I had done over the previous six months and starting the blog and getting to know people, uh, the day I lost my job, that was when Chris Gillibo offered me... A position as his affiliate manager. And he's like, hey, like, I'm not gonna, it's not gonna solve your issues. I think he was paying me like 250 bucks a month. (laughs) Uh, But it was a little bit of money. And it was the day that I lost my job when I was like, okay, now, now maybe we're on to something. The next week, I got an email from Dan Andrews, who's the guy that started the Tropical MBA and the Dynamite Circle, who at the time had no brand like that. But he's like, hey, look, I'm looking to bring an American out to Asia uh, to, Help me with my marketing. Kind of as an intern, I'll pay you eight hundred bucks a month. You work for me part time. Um, had I not taken those steps, those opportunities wouldn't have come out, and I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today.
1: Yeah, yeah I mean,
0: and I, those are examples of things, of course that you you can never know exactly where they're going to lead, right? Like, I mean, you could look you could look at the paper offer of Chris's and say, well, he's paying me two hundred bucks a month. Like, surely I can do better than this. But it sounds like part of that decision, I'm sure, was just getting involved with that world
2: right exactly it was like you know the chances of someone being like hey here's a six-figure job where you can remote work remotely and travel and do whatever you want and build a brand for yourself i mean that's you know probably not going to happen so to have my foot in the door where it's like cool i can make a little bit of money and i can learn a lot in the process and i can get more ingrained in this this type of community and this lifestyle um it was those kind of steps that just all kind of led to what eventually became well, I guess technically that day I left my job, that's when it became full time and it's been full time mm. ever since. But you know, it took a few years to get your income to the point where you're happy with it. And um, but it's all possible.
0: Yeah. This is of course a, a big goal with camp, as you know. I mean, we're we want to bring people together so we can facilitate those connections so other exactly. people can have those moments and those insights and and connect with those people that are gonna help take they're gonna help take each other to the next level. Um, can you just talk about your experience like going to events, I mean, working online so much, but then going to events like Camp Indie or conferences, you know, you were heavily involved with WDS for a long time. Yep. Um, just talk about the event experience and why that might be helpful to somebody who is looking to build a business around something they love. There is
2: something to be said for giving someone a handshake or a hug or having a beer with them that just cannot be replicated anywhere else. I mean, you can have a Skype call, you can send emails, but there's something to be said about meeting in person and having that interaction which takes any relationship to the next level. So anyone I meet in person, I'll be like, "Hey, send me an email. How can I help? Like, let's like hop on Skype, like whatever I can do to like people that I've met in person." But, you know, I get like you guys do, I'm sure you get hundreds of emails a month from people that are want to learn this business. You can't necessarily hop on the phone with every single one of them. And so I think that by, by creating that connection with people that are trying to do the same thing you want to do, as well as people that are already doing it, building that connection in person is going to make it a lot easier to look to those people as friends, mentors, accountability partners uh, farther on down the line. So for me, I went to South by Southwest in 2011, 12, and 13. And some of the relationships I made at that conference uh, are what kind of helped me grow my business and propel it to the point of this day. Location Rebel Academy, Would not exist were it not for one of the people I met that first year at South by Southwest. Mm. Um, Similar deal with WDS. So I was involved in kind of the founding team for the first five years of WDS. And the people that that would come there and the relationships, again, that were made, um, they're now friends for life and that are people that I can turn to whenever I need help with my business. So I just think there's so much to be said for meeting someone in person and then also making that memory and having that shared experience. You know, I don't know exactly what you guys had planned, but I'm assuming that I'm going to do some really cool stuff with some of the people that we're at camp with. And it's going to be like, Hey, remember that time we went go-karting with drones blowing overhead and we shot that cool vlog or whatever it ends up being like, that's a memory that you wouldn't be able to have anywhere else. That's going to lead to further in the relationship.
1: Yeah. I, I can't agree more. Right? And uh, we have you to thank actually, Sean, uh, part partially you to thank because Jason and I have, told our stories briefly on the live cast earlier and it hit one of his big leaps was when he went to the first WDS one of mine was when I went to the third which was my my first year there and and Jay and I met and you and I met and you cannot overstate how important it is to meet people in person, whether those be people who are above where you want to go or just further along, right? Or they just be people like where Jay and I were at when we met that third year, kind of on a similar level and a similar path. And then, hey, let's create stuff together. And uh, one of the neat things that we're doing at camp, and one of the reasons we wanted to keep it small was, as you just mentioned, Sean, like, it's going to be small and intimate. So you're going to be able to have these experiences, with anyone there at camp that you want, right? Like if someone wants to race Sean up the ropes course, ask Sean to race up the ropes course, maybe get him a drink first. You you don't stand a chance. You don't stand a chance. (laughs) But like I'm, I'm throwing that challenge out there. Right. Hey, well, there you go. He might be at the ropes course all day, just accepting challenger after challenger after challenger. But we wanted to keep it small for that purpose so that you could have these things and you could feel like, hey, if I learn from someone or someone or or I make a connection with someone at camp, I'm going to be able to keep that connection going because it's not a thousand people, 2000 people, 3000 people in an auditorium where you kind of have to get lucky to to meet someone or you're like, wait in line to talk to a speaker. And then you don't know what to say. You're just like, Hi, good speech, you know, and walk away awkward. We oh. wanted it to be a an actual organic place where people can have fun and also learn together. And um, you guys did a great job facilitating that at WDS. Even though the event was was bigger than this, that kind of vibe really permeated because of the decisions they, you made.
2: That was one of the special things about WDS, and still is. I mean, we're they're going on the this year is the last year the World Domination Summit is happening. Um, but at least when I was there, the expectation was that any speaker, whether they're main stage, whether they're doing an academy, is that they were there for the entire event. So it's not like a lot of these corporate conferences where you get some really big name speaker who flies in, they do their talk, they maybe talk to a few people for 20 minutes afterwards, and then they fly back out. Um, you know, the the speakers and the people that talk, they would be there all weekend from the opening party on Friday night, all the way through the closing party on Sunday. So it gave you the chance to actually like organically have a conversation with some of these people you wouldn't be able to get in touch with elsewhere. And that's what I love about Camp India is being able to go and it's like, cool, you don't have to have that awkward, hey, come up, I really enjoyed your talk. And then you make small talk. It's like, cool. Hey, I really enjoyed your talk. Great! I'm gonna go go-karting. Wanna go karting. You want to go? And then, then it's it's just a completely different dynamic, which I think is really cool.
0: Can you give a little sneak peek uh, about what you're going to be talking about at camp? Because this is something that you've clearly mastered over your years doing this.
2: Yeah. So one of the you know going back to the benefits of this lifestyle is one of the things that I have really taken advantage of is being able to spend time doing and building things around the things you love to do and your passions. So I started out you know, with Location Rebel, which is all about travel and entrepreneurship, very similar to Location Indie. Um, and then I moved into golf. And so I had this quest of trying to go to the top 100 golf courses in the world. I built this big brand. I built a membership community all around golf. Uh, just recently, I haven't even really talked about it anywhere on my site yet, but I launched a cocktail website where I've got this other goal of... I've seen it. I found I have it. You.
1: I, I really? Googled Sean Ogle top cocktail bars and I stumbled upon him I'm like, when did he start this site?
2: Yes. All right. It was literally, it's brand new. I haven't really been telling anybody, but so yeah, trying to go to the top 100 bars and doing cocktails. So I've created brands around things that I love to do that are businesses and have in some cases turned into really successful businesses, but it's not just the the money that makes it worthwhile. It's all the benefits that you get by being able to have a brand around your hobby. Uh, the free stuff you can get, the trips you can take, the people that you can connect with, um, you know, that has been the stuff like building a golf blog and building a golf website has brought me opportunities I never would have expected to have in the golf industry. And so, you know, cocktail world, similar kind of thing. So we're going to be doing a workshop all about, you know, I call it hobby hacking. How do you build a brand and a business around something that you love to do? Um, and so we're going to walk people through exactly how I've built each of those. And the cocktail one's actually fun because it's brand new and I'm doing it in real time. So people in the location, Rebel Academy community, I'm updating them. It's like, Hey, here's what I did this month. Here's why I did it. Here's how it worked. Um, to kind of prove that you can still build brands like this and make them successful in 2020.
0: That's awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you're doing it in real time. Like, like you said, you're doing it and showing people right now, not, Oh, I did this in 2013 when all this was different. Exactly. I, Actually on I,
2: Monday, I'm doing the, I have the video going live on our YouTube channel. It's all about why I'm starting a new niche site and what that's all about. So it's, it's
1: literally happening awesome. now. So what are you most excited about for camp?
2: I am most excited about, I, I probably shouldn't tell you guys this. Um, I'm most excited about rounding up as many campers as I can to get them to help me fill as many water balloons as possible. And then coming up behind both of you guys, and just <laughs> like letting you have it.
0: Thanks. For I that. Thought, man.
2: <laughs> yeah. Just, just, you know, I just, I want you yeah. always kind of looking over your shoulder throughout the whole week. Yeah, not, not well, sure like what happening, but yeah, no, I like will that. Be. I'm excited. I think that <laughs> anyone that's signing up for this, they, they have a certain outlook on life. They have a certain mindset with where they're at. And I always love connecting with people that, Love to have fun. They like to have adventure. They're entrepreneurial spirits. So I'm excited to just connect with more people like that. So that's what I'm looking for. It's awesome. Can
0: I make one request though? I've always lived out the, like the head coach winning national championship fantasy, instead of a water balloon, can I have like a bucket of Gatorade or something? That could be arranged.
2: You might regret, (laughs) you might regret the Gatorade comment, (laughs) but I think (laughs) we can probably make that happen.
1: Nice. Thanks nice. for accommodating. Don't, don't be wearing that really nice hat when you get the Gatorade mm-hmm. on it; it'll ruin your really nice hat, yeah, Jack. That's true. Um, we got it. We got. Before I let you go, Sean, we have a uh, a question here, which is awesome. What about a Camp Indie Signature Cocktail Contest? Oh
2: man, you want to be the Sign judge up for that? All oh, right, hundred percent. If we can, the, the hard part is figuring out how to get all the materials for the cocktails. But I'm sure we've got months; we can
1: figure that to plan out. We'll
0: Bring figure. your vests, your suspenders. <laughs> grow those mustaches and
1: let's yes. get it going <laughs> i love awesome it. <laughs> well thank you uh sean i mentioned this with mike and ann from mm-hmm. honey trek you were one of the very first people we talked to um when we knew camp was going to happen uh you and i and jace have been talking about doing this and and about doing it for a while now and so we couldn't be more excited that you're going to be able to make it work that you're going to be coming out we're going to have a blast and so thanks for all the support over the years as we've ramped this up thanks for being a big part of wds which was a integral to our journeys and uh, yeah, we can't wait to actually get to hang out with you at camp and uh, like you said, uh, you want, you're taking all challenges on the ropes course so we'll see oh you there. See you at I, the
2: ropes course. I can't wait. Thank you guys for having me. I'm, I'm le- legitimately very excited. This will be the highlight of my summer so thanks for having me.
1: Thanks, Sean. John. John. Uh, see ya. See ya, man.